welcome to Americrown Dreams, a podcast about the British royal family. I'm Caitlin. I'm Jenna. And it's the final countdown. And sh- yeah, I was going to say, we should play the song here if you want to. <laughs> or you can just you can just picture it. You know what? I'm going to. Good. All right. Why not? Why it's, it's, the hell Why not, not be frivolous? Mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> oh, it's the week of all weeks. Um, we're thrilled, obviously. Oh, my God. I can't believe that it's here, and I can't get enough of everything, like, just talking about the wedding. There is so uh, much out there. I know. There's stories. There's articles. I mean, I'm I'm not going to lie. I've been on, like, groups talking about it just as myself, not as Americrown Dreams, mm-hmm. because I just can't stop talking about it, and th- it's probably better for my free time that the, the wedding end and be over because then I won't be like, oh my gosh, did you guys see? And oh my, this is my opinion and blah, 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 blah. Right. And I mean, it's like up to the minute breaking news happening here because, and we'll get into this in more detail, but there's family drama. There's, you know, last minute changes to, to lots of stuff happening. And then, I mean, we're learning about new things kind of as the days creep by. And Mm -hmm. then there's Lifetime original movies being premiered. Yes. And all of that and oh my god, I just can't. So it's it's great, but it's definitely as we'll we'll talk, there are some, yeah, less um pleasant things to talk about as well. Um, yeah, and it's not particularly conducive to like productivity. Like no. I um I mean, I had to work this weekend, but I was like, Oh my gosh, what if I have to work during the the lifetime movie event? Like I was terrified. And so I made sure to buckle down and like I ignored my mom <gasps> on Mother's Day. Mother's- Sorry, mom. <gasps> oh my god. Not really, not really. I did go to, <laughs> I did go see her and like help, you know, say hi and stuff, but I did have a ton of work, didn't know how late it was going to go. Mm-hmm. And so luckily it, it managed to wrap up um to the point where I could just work through commercial breaks and then unpause um or unmute when when it, the show was back, but I'm excited to talk about it. We haven't we haven't spoken about it yet. Oh, and I just wanted to thank I was the person um, on Instagram stories uh, oh, journaling yes. my experience, and I just wanted to thank all of our listeners who who uh, who joined me for that because it was it was really fun. <laughs> I yeah, I love that, and that's a little bit of a taste of hopefully what we'll we'll be doing um, during the main event itself. We'll be talking all about everything. Yeah, and uh, you can follow along with our journey at, as we watch Meghan Markle become a duchess uh, at our hashtag, Americrown Dreams Come True. Yeah, so that'll be how you can, or obviously follow us. Yeah, I mean, if you if you follow us on Insta- Instagram, I mean, probably on our Facebook, maybe on our Twitter, uh, that kind of stuff, we'll be posting there. But if you're just, you can't remember or you want to know where we are, that's that's a fun thing. Or if you want to yes. chime in with your own thoughts so we can see it. Mm-hmm. We'll be following that hashtag. Awesome. Social media. I don't Indeed. understand it. It's okay. We're doing it. We're mm-hmm. doing it. It's great. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Well. Should we start with the what you have titled so aptly Midnight Markle <laughs> Madness? Yes, it really is. That's really what it is. Like it, as a few people, and so I had put a story on Instagram yesterday asking people what 
people, you know, this was going to be our last episode before the wedding. What did they want us to talk about? And it was just unanimous. People were like, oh, my gosh, please talk about this craziness with the Markle family. Uh, and of course, we would not deny that because it is it is really what I have dubbed as midnight Markle madness. Well, I mean, we just I was thinking, like, thank God we were pretty efficient in getting our last episode up because in our last episode we were talking about, like, oh, Megan's dad will be walking her down the aisle. We're looking forward to that. Like, that's so nice. Um, we'll get to see, like, them share that moment together. And oh, then, it's so nice. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then I, like, am on Twitter and... You know, oh, and then we laughed about the paparazzi we did. photos. We did. We, we thought it was so cute, but we also were, kind of stupid and dumb. Yeah, like I mean, I was kind of like, "What?" I mean, it was so yeah. weird. But I think I thought part like I didn't expect it to be that. Like I expected it at worst to be like a, an inside joke between him and Megan. Like, yeah. you know how sometimes dads will make like dumb jokes, like, "Oh, I don't know anything about anything. <laughs> I have to read this book." And like, even though they, you know, are of you know they they live in the world they they know what's happening around them they'll joke like oh, what is this a cell phone i've never mm. seen this you know that kind of thing and that's what i thought it was if anything but this was different indeed so yeah mm. well if you don't know what we're talking about um thomas markle senior the uh, megan's father um as we discussed was uh there were some photos released uh that were paparazzi shots of him reading a book about like his important sites in England. Yeah, images of Britain. And so it was like I described it as a picture book, but like the kind they sell at like a tourist attraction. So like if you're at Buckingham Palace um, or I don't know Stonehenge or something, like they'll have a picture book but it's for like adults to look at pretty photos of, of stuff um, without other tourists in the background and I mean it was kind of funny and we yeah we laughed at it we were like what the heck is happening here um but it was revealed that those were staged and they were staged apparently by the terrible sister Samantha Markle who yeah boo boo as I have dubbed her, she is the world's worst PR manager. And person. Yeah, and person I added that to. <laughs> I mean, what the heck is going on? Right. Yeah, because there had been several photos. There, yeah, there was one, the one where, yeah, we talked about last week where he was in a Starbucks reading the images of Great Britain. There was one of him getting fitted for a suit. And then there was one of him walking on a road with some weights, like he was doing some workout, a workout of some sort. Ugh. And yeah, so the all these photos kept coming in and people kept noticing it was the same uh, photographer. Uh, and so the Daily Mail ended up finding out from talking to people who worked at, you know, the Starbucks. And oh, they also had the photo of, of him working or looking at a, an article about Meghan and Harry at uh, an Internet cafe. Hmm in Mexico. And they found out it was just the same guy. And so they were like, how is this guy continually finding him? And getting these great shots and no one else who's who has been following him around it, yeah, is not getting these shots. So yeah, so Daily Mail ended up talking to some people at uh, the Internet Cafe and the Starbucks and all of that. And they managed to get footage of him at the Internet Cafe walking in with the photographer. 
And mm. from there, they, you know, all the pieces fell together that they were obviously working together. And now the really the question is, is why and to what ends? Is it money? Is it uh, as uh, world's worst PR manager and person, <laughs> Samantha Markle, is her, her half-sister, uh, says that it was really to change her dad's or to give her dad's image a boost? Okay, sure. Say that's your plan. Um, but maybe do like a little bit of a risk assessment first. Right. Hmm, if my evil plan or my plan, don't assign evil or good to it at this point. If my plan gets discovered, will it like make me look even worse? Right. If the answer is yes, it's probably not a good PR plan. Yeah. And honestly, if he knows and he he stated that pictures were coming out of him buying beer and he wasn't he doesn't he didn't like the way he was portrayed as like a lush of some sort. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just go do those things like read a book in a Starbucks or just go work out somewhere knowing that you're being followed anyways, if you, that's really your ultimate goal. Um, well, and like, honestly, the the thing of like, oh, you were photographed buying beer. Like, I, who ca- I mean, honestly, like, unless you're not out there, like, claiming that you are, I don't know, like, if you unless you're being a hypocrite about it and like, telling other people how to live their lives like I don't really care you're over right. 21 you're not breaking any laws assumedly by buying the beer right. um, it's so weird it's such just a weird thing to like everyone I mean it's really unfortunate that people in these situations like have to deal with negative publicity and people and like magazines like the Daily Mail being like you know taking these photos and like saying like oh look at this is he? It's, does he have a drinking problem? Just because mm-hmm. you are photographed buying a six pack or whatever, right? But like at the same time, most people are going to be like, "No, he was just buying some beer," right? I don't know. So, I mean, here's hmm. my theory: is that he obviously is probably, and he's been having heart issues. He apparently had a heart attack about six days ago, mm-hmm. uh, and he like checked himself out of the hospital, and then he apparently had more heart issues, so he's now currently back in the hospital. Yes, we're recording, reason- just so our listeners know, yeah. we're recording on uh, the evening of the 15th. So Yes. And uh, the only reason we even know this is not because of Kensington Palace, it's because Thomas Markle Sr. is talking to TMZ <laughs> about... Sorry. Uh, all of this, uh, which is just crazy. <laughs> that yeah, that, that even understand. Kensington Palace wasn't even able to like respond or even know about the issue until TMZ was like, oh yeah, we talked to him on the phone and he told us that the reason why he did these photos was to change his image and he's actually in the hospital. He checked himself out and, <laughs> and he's not coming to the wedding because he's embarrassed and he doesn't want to embarrass Megan. Ugh. So, uh, but... Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So here's my theory, because I feel like none of this makes... I don't get why he's just talking to TMZ and not Megan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I've decided that I think Samantha, not is because she is the world's worst PR manager, she obviously suggested he do this. Mm-hmm. And I think it's maybe he's just kind of... I don't know if maybe he's just old enough that he's not quite all there. And he's just kind of overwhelmed by everything that's going on and just was like, oh, thank you for helping me, daughter. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I mean, there's, there's got to be either he's just not that bright 
because right. again, like I said, it, it seems like going from step A to step B is like, will this make me look worse if discovered? Mm-hmm. Then like, you know, you don't do it. But I don't think that that's the case, but I don't know him. I don't know. This right. is all complete speculation. It just seems really like, what the heck is going on? Right. It's just, you can't, I just can't believe this is actually real. <laughs> I know, I know. This is happening so close to the wedding, and it's absolutely awful. Uh, I feel so bad for Megan. Indeed. uh, It, you know, whether or not she and her father are super close or whatnot, um, I I think it's really a lot to be dealing with that he's not, he might not be there to walk her down the aisle. Health issues or not, or embarrassment or not. Right. Like, uh, you know, I mean, the, the thing was is that when I was explaining this to my husband, I was like, oh, did you hear the big drama? And he's like, no, what? And I said, like, no, like the palace had announced that he would be walking her down the aisle. Like for mm-hmm. the palace to have to now be like, never mind. I was like, mm-hmm. that was, you know, that was kind of that's kind of crazy. Like we've never had a, an about face like that kind of mm-hmm. pulled be- unless it's been something where like it's it's been because of a health issue like there have been a right. few times you know where it'll be like oh yeah prince philip will be doing this and then unfortunately he's been admitted to the hospital and you know somebody else has had to take his place at an appearance or it's been rescheduled but this is absolutely crazy i mean it was like part of the day it was the schedule so personally i don't think he was trying to profit off the photos i don't, that's not to say that he doesn't in, probably didn't enjoy some money out of it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if you were really trying to profit, I feel like you could have been so much more sneaky about it because it's so it was so sloppily done. Because I don't see any reason why that photographer needed to even walk in with him. They could have just came in separately. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm too diabolical or something. Maybe that I I, I just really planned how I would try to you know improve my image. Uh, but it's your it's your ultimate PR background, which will one day get you that job at Kensington Ugh, Palace. Yes. Yes, I'm here. I'm ready. You obviously need more hands on deck for this wedding. So mm-hmm. let's go. So, huh, but yeah. So not only is this kind of issue going on. So, yeah, we have no idea who if Megan's dad's going to make it because he has said that he's going to try to make it now. He's trying to get get the doctors, you know, okay to get on a plane and go to England for the wedding. And see, last I heard, which was again, I guess, a couple hours ago, was that he's definitively not going. Definitively, okay. Well, again, I I don't know. It's changed so many times. Um, right. Let me find. I think it was um, the Megan uh, Twitter account, the Mad About Megan. Let me yeah. type noise because there had been mentioned that he might be getting heart surgery, and so yeah, I don't. Because I'm seeing that he told TMZ that he might have heart surgery, so he might not have to. Oh, go. Wait, hold on. Yeah, well, yeah, four hours ago, Megan's father now says he will uh, not attend the wedding due to heart surgery this week. So this is how what it did. So I'm on the Twitter, Mad About Megan, which is at Mad About Megan. Okay. So uh, on May 14th, so yesterday, it said. Uh, he says he won't attend the royal wedding. KP addresses difficult situation. And then a tweet from nine hours ago, apparently Thomas Markle is considering attending. And then uh, another um, tweet soon after that, 
Thomas Markle has changed his mind and will walk Megan down the aisle if he's well enough. And then four hours ago, Megan's father now says he will not attend the wedding due to heart surgery this week. Which, like, it's a lot. Right. Very, very true. And so... So that's a lot to happen in a few days before the wedding. And yeah, it's just very sad. And um, I don't know. I just feel if this was my own dad personally, I probably would be postponing my wedding. Well, in a lot of cases, (laughs) in a lot of cases, it's like this isn't the first time, you know, someone's had a loved one uh, who's had an unavoidable health issue or something Mm -hmm. like that, where oftentimes you know, you you try to, you know, be able to reschedule if you at all can, and you know you'll figure it out. But this is a little bit different because it's not just a health issue, and also there's the logistics are much more, you know, difficult to. Right. This isn't a wedding you can easily cancel. Not that any wedding can easily be canceled. I mean, at least I, <laughs> like these guys could afford losing their deposit but like <laughs> that's a lot it's it's a lot it's a big difference yeah so huh. for sure well i want you i want the comments on two more things on samantha markle yeah um so again if you forgot she's the one who's writing a book called the diary of princess pushy's sister and um you remarked on she has a new hair color I didn't I didn't hear this conspiracy theory. I made this one up. Oh, you did. Okay. <laughs> I did because as soon as I saw it, that's all I could see. And my conspiracy is so she in her previous pictures and interviews she's done, she's just had blonde hair and now she's sporting kind of a a blackish dark brown mm-hmm. um hair color. And so my my theory because as we'll talk about her in a few seconds is she did this because she wants to look as close as possible to Megan. Right. And because people might be like, what? They're supposed to be sisters, but she's blonde and she has, you know, dark, dark brown hair. I don't I don't see that. But if they have the same hair color, they're like, oh, yeah, they're totally sisters. I, I don't I mean, honestly, I think it makes sense. Like it at least at a deep like Freudian or psychological level or subconscious level or something. She's probably like, I must look like her. Right. I don't know. So, that's just my theory. There's so many theories today. <laughs> there is. Well, it's crazy. We can only speculate. Like, unfortunately, this is a bunch of fam- this is a family's dirty laundry that we it's being aired for the whole world to see, and we're trying to figure it out. Um, and then the other thing I thought was pretty funny, yeah, and ironic, was that Piers Mo- Morgan was quoted <laughs> as calling her a media vulture. And I, my comment to that was, takes one to know one, Piers. Like, you don't have the moral high ground here. But I agree, she is a media vulture. Or it seems oh, like totally. it at least. Well, it seems like she's taking it, she's just taking advantage of all of this. And, <sighs> and, and it seems like the entire Markle family is taking advantage. Cause, yeah. Yeah, because not only is there, you know, there's, there's father Thomas Markle Sr. And then there's her half-sister, Samantha. Uh, there's also her other half-brother, who's Thomas Markle Jr., and her dad, even Megan's dad, says that she has really not even co- kept in contact with these half-siblings, that they were almost 17 years older, 17 years or older than her when she was born. And so he says that she really has no contact with these people, yet they continue to push themselves into the conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. For example, Thomas Markle Jr., 
Uh, he writes letter. He wrote a few letters in the last couple months to U.S. Weekly, and by letters, I mean they published these letters saying how Meghan was like conceited, and Harry would be making such a huge royal mistake to marry her, and that he was bitter that he didn't get invited to the wedding. And then, no, no shit, Sherlock. Like, of course you're bitter you didn't get invited to the wedding. You're literally bashing your half sister in Us Weekly, right? And he wrote two of these letters, and then he like wrote a, an apology that he, that's that he wrote because he was bitter about the wedding. And it's just like, okay, if cool. you really cared about her, you wouldn't write such mean and harmful things in a Tabloid. global publication. Yeah. Well, like you know how they say like the, it's a good advice if you're upset with somebody, write them a letter and then put the letter in a drawer, and mm-hmm. then you'll kind of forget about it, and you can just get out your feelings in like a low stakes way that they'll never. It's most likely that they'll never read it. I feel like he did that, but he forgot the part where you're supposed to leave the letter in a drawer, and he just mailed it to Us Weekly. Yeah. And that's not how that works, buddy. (sighs) Right. Um, Right. And he doesn't seem particularly to be that good of a guy. This is just allegedly, but he was arrested in January because he pulled a gun on his girlfriend, allegedly. Um, So he was arrested for that. So... I don't know. Well, I mean, that's what the... He was arrested for, according to the police report, pulling a gun on his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have... Uh, I mean, you can say that's what the police report says, so... Right. Exactly. And... Uh, but it's not just him. Mm-mm. He... I, he, His ex-wife, so he was previously married, and he has two sons, Tyler and Thomas Dooley, uh, and his ex-wife, Tracy Dooley, and they all arrived in London on Monday. Mm. Why? So I mean, I guess are they invited? Are technically- no, they're not. N- no, <laughs> they're not even invited. They're actually going to appear as Megan experts on Good Morning Britain, even though they've never even met. Like they met her like twenty years ago. Ugh. Like these these two kids probably like met her when they were like toddlers, maybe. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like like who who's kind of a similar like relative obscure relative I have like who I met you know forever ago and like could I in good faith go on national. Uh, a national television program and be like, yeah, this person was totally like this. Especially yeah. when that person was a child, when they were, you know, when I last saw them. Ugh. Right. Or a teenager. Like, yeah. come on. It's so weird. This is yes. so weird. And s- yes. And so the, um, I believe it was Tyler and Tracy who we've talked about actually previously because they are the people who, so Tyler runs the marijuana joint Uh, that uh, has created that uh, new strain of marijuana called Markle Sparkle. And we talked about that a few episodes ago. So once again, totally not trying to make money off of Megan and her profile at all. Just using using their last name at just this opportune time. Uh, But they're also making a new business venture called Royally Growin' that will sell hemp-based clothing and makeup, as well as the new line of marijuana. Oh, great. Oh, and don't worry, everyone. I, we found out more about Marco Sparkle. It also apparently smells like blueberries. So, what? I I don't, I don't know. know. I know nothing. Yeah, I'm, about this stuff. So I'm 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 mystified. I I mean I'm happy it smells better since I I often get annoyed when I take public transit and someone gets on the train or off the train and I'm like, ah, could yeah. it not smell terrible? It always um, makes me sneeze. The smell. Yes. There are always people smoking like in downtown, and and it's like. I just I am such a like a dweeb that I instantly start sneezing loudly. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help it. Yeah. Uh, so 
yeah, it's just baffling because I just, they are a piece of work. <laughs> yeah. And but, it's just really sad that this is all just kind of like coming to like just this massive overflow. <laughs> yeah, I just I just can't even imagine. I hope that Megan is getting like six massages a day. Mm-hmm. And I hope so too. You know, meditating or doing what she needs to do to keep her head up because yeah. this is god awful. Yes. I hope her mom is there now. I haven't heard confirmation, but I know friends have started to go there. So I just really hope she has a good support system during this madness because there's really nothing she can do about it. Really, even Kensington Palace. I mean, if it is official that he's not walking her down the aisle, uh, I would assume we might get an update. Yeah, see, and I feel like they're they're not going to do, make a move. I don't think we're going to get an update on this unless it's like they have proof from a doctor that like he's going to be locked in a hospital because you ne- like they're probably worried about making the announcement and then having him change his mind and having to make another announcement and just kind of compounding the whole drama because like ultimately you know, if if it turns out that like really the sister or whoever is driving all of these publicity stunts and Megan really would like to have her father there, then like if he is healthy enough to travel, then I'm sure they they're not going to stop him. But yeah, I think they'll probably just let it ride until mm-hmm. the day of. Yeah. People have been um, talking about possible backups. Yeah. On, on Twitter. One would be a logical choice would be uh, Doria, her mom, you mm-hmm. know, continuing from escorting her from their overnight accommodations um, to, you know, walk being the one to walk her down the aisle. She might also be the uh, go the more untraditional route and go unescorted. Yeah, that's always a, an, a possibility. And then some people have said, what if Charles did it? Right, and that would be, I think, really nice of him if that's what she wants. Uh, right, we'll have or to even, see. Uh, yeah, or even Prince William. Oh, because, that's a possibility. And the reason why I thought that was because uh, when Princess Margaret got married, Prince Philip walked her down the that aisle. That is very true. So, I mean, I think obviously Philip and Margaret probably had a lot more time to know each other, and so she kind of. Yeah, and they were definitely kind of had that closer connection. I'm not to say that I don't know the connection between Megan and William, but um, they had at least known each other since they were younger, a lot younger. Right, exactly. But yeah, it's definitely there's a precedent set for that as well. Hmm. And he is Harry's best man. So if you're going by uh, what happened in the royal we, the best man, or can uh, or no, I guess that wasn't the best man. That was the man of honor. That was. <laughs> Uh, yeah, or the distinguished so, escort. Well, we'll yes. see. Yeah, just so an- I hope whatever she is, I hope it's just a real. I hope she gets to do what she wants and feels good about it, even though it's not exactly the plan. And um, I mean, at the end of the day, for her dad, if he's really not ill and he's faking this, the, all these issues, um, there was nothing better he could do for his image after staging those fake photos than to just show up and deal with the embarrassment and give his daughter away (laughs) yeah so i just really hope that if he is having issues that he gets well and i just wish him my best right exactly feel better and get to a better place where whatever that means 
Oh, so that is a lot. Well, let's shift to more that, uh, <laughs> more fun fun topics. Right, for sure. We've got some other wedding news. I mentioned the overnight accommodations just Indeed. just now. Why don't you inform us about what those are? We've we've had some yes. developments. Yes. Uh, so we. Uh, it was finally released where um, Harry and Meghan will be spending their final nights before the wedding. And uh, Harry will be staying at um, a Coworth Park uh, with Prince William. And that's about a 15-minute drive from Windsor. And it's obviously, from the name of it, it's obviously a terribly ugly place. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And even more gorgeous is where Meghan is staying. Holy crap. Yeah, I want to be here. So um, Megan and her mom, Doria, will be staying at uh, Cliveden House, um, which is on the National Trust's Cliveden estate. And this is, yeah, a five-star hotel. It's a, yeah, it's just like that classic, like, it looks like Pemberley, honestly. Hmm. Like, for, like in the official, you know, BBC adaptation of Pride and Prejudice. It It's gorgeous. It's actually quite a ways from, uh, from, from the castle from Windsor and St. George's. It's about 25 minutes. Uh, okay. But, I mean, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, honestly, so, like, the goring, how far was, how long was the car the ride? The goring that, wasn't that far away. Yeah, I but, I mean, it was about, traffic and all that stuff. Yes, so. for sure. I mean, they cleared the route for her. I suppose. But, um, for Kate, but, <laughs> so. I'm just <laughs> imagining. traffic. I'm just imagining, um, so when I was in England, um, we rented a car and we're driving around the countryside and going to Cornwall. And like at least twice we got stuck because a herd of cows was crossing the road and we just had to sit there until the, the cows like had finished crossing the road. And now I'm just picturing a bunch of cows or sheep right. just like storming over the road and Megan just kind of looking at her watch like, hmm. And then the farmer it being like, scary. what can I do? Cows need to get moved. Right. <laughs> That's the kind of traffic jam you get uh, right? if you're not in the city. Um, but yeah, that'll be, I think, I'm sure there'll be pl- plenty of like, heli- it's going to look like a high speed chase. I wonder if they're going to allow like helicopter footage or drone footage like of the yeah. car. <laughs> I don't, who knows? Oh, yeah. Um, but some other fun facts about this gorgeous uh home Megan will stay in is the only thing I've really kind of seen is also the person who designed it which is Sir Charles Barry he designed uh, the palace at Westminster ooh yeah and the house was built in 1666 so that's old it looks really gorgeous yeah wow so I think it yeah I think it's a great place and I think it'll give her I mean Windsor is such a like a tight tiny town I think that'll give them some breathing room yeah to kind of get their stuff done and not have to like worry about that all of the wedding guests are just outside their door yeah. as well. Because I feel like in London, they were able to kind of blockade off around the Goring for her. Yeah, I mean, and it's a huge city. So, like, it's not just obvious. Like, if people are milling around, it's not just because of you necessarily. Like, they might be going to work. They might be doing a lot of other stuff. So, yeah, who knows? So so I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they do it since uh, she's so much farther away. If they're going to do photos... How are, are people going to be waiting to do photos at Cliveden House and then they're going to drive to Windsor? I mean, I assume they're not going to let cameras there. I don't know. So maybe they'll, they'll, they won't, we won't see her until we see her coming down like the road. Who knows? And we won't. So I guess, oh God, we'll see. I'm so excited. I know. <sighs> so. Well, um, and another thing, and I'm jealous of 
people that was announced recently that Harry and Meghan have got their at least part of their stationery for their thank you notes sorted out because um, the British Post office is uh, coming out with commemorative stamps for them. Uh, similar to the ones that were released recently, I think most recently the ones that I'm thinking of are um, the four people in line to the, or, well, the Queen, Charles, Prince William, and uh, Prince George. This is a similar, like, commemorative sheet, but this time it's not weirdly just their heads. It's um, two copies of uh, two of their engagement photos, and it's their one pound 55 stamps um so you can pre-order them but they will be issued by the royal mail on may 19th and i don't live in england but uh, i think everyone is like uh, yeah the first comment is hope these ship outside the uk which is really funny because then the post office is just making money so while i was watching uh the megan and harry movie uh, mm-hmm. One of our delightful listeners sent uh, me an amazing uh, story. And um, I want to thank our listener, Allie, for sending this over. Um, but uh, there is uh, some really great apparel if you will be joining watching the Royal Wedding from a warmer climate or if you're looking for that really great uh, swimsuit for summer. Okay, I'm opening the link. Okay. I think I know what it is, but I'm still going <laughs> to probably react Oh my god. Oh my god, it's so creepy. It's so creepy. Every time I see it, it's so creepy. I'm sorry, I just it is really loud. But like Yes. I, oh my god. Why is his chin in the there? swimsuit area? But it's a swimsuit, so I can't even be like this is so weird. Why would you do that? I know. It's so weird. Yes. So what Chetta is looking at right now is uh some uh personalized swimsuits that have the face of Megan and Harry on them and they're individual so you can either choose to have a Megan or a Harry um, <laughs> outfit and it's just like it's not even tasteful like it's no, like literally it's their entire zoomed in on their face on a one piece women's swimsuit and yeah it it says that it will flatter any figure but I don't think this is going to be ever be flattering uh, because <laughs> Yeah, the hairy one in particular is super bad just because of his facial hair in a certain area. Well, and like also like his, he's got a butt chin, kind of. Yeah. You know, he's got a little bit of a cleft chin, so it's like, what? Oh, God. So anyways, these are terrifying, but if you are looking for a Harry or Meghan swimsuit, um, the company is called Bags of Love UK. Ooh, so yeah. uh, go for it. Uh, and thank you to our listener, Allie, for sharing uh, this disturbing swim swimwear nightmares yes pretty much (laughs) oh my god oh oh my goodness all right but on a better note uh let's talk about some more fun things which is our final wedding predictions yay all right and i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you my surprise because you just shocked me with those pictures um as a throwback to a couple episodes ago i decided to invoke um a psychic force to see whether or not we um, are, whether or not this is this is true and it will work. I got, I have five bananas. <gasps> oh my God. Oh and my so God. we can ask the bananas whether or not it's going to be, we, I mean, you have to ask yes or no questions, right? But we can okay. ask the bananas whether or not our predictions are right. All right. So I've got five. So I think what, what we've got, 
the dress designer, the dress style, the tiara, and the royal title. That's good because then I can have a I'll have a spare in case one of them doesn't have a definitive answer. Okay, excellent. But um, I d- I said I had to stop on the way home from work today to get these. That <laughs> I was like, sure. I guess I'll, this is a good excuse as any to make banana bread. So. God, I love this. This is such a good idea. Jenna. Okay. So oh we'll okay. talk about our predictions and then we'll say, um, well, I guess the how will we do this? We'll have to ask a yes or no. Well, maybe every other person. Okay. Yeah. We can we'll say, get a banana. Mm-hmm. It, does that work for you? Otherwise, we can just do your prediction since you are the. No, the no, no. I, I, would, I don't think I will. We'll just see. We'll just ask because yeah, we might have maybe. the same. We might have the same predictions <gasps> for some of these. That's true. True. Okay. So. For dress design, should we start with dress designer? Yes. All right, what's your thought? Okay, so on our wedding dress episode, I did mention Stella McCartney Mm -hmm. as my dress designer, as my most likely dress designer. I thought it was a little out there, uh, but I feel really confident about it now. Yeah. Um, So I'm I'm locking in with Stella. Uh, And I felt a little bit better because the Fug Girls, one of the Fug Girls did also say that she thought Stella might be the designer. So that made me feel a little bit more confident that I wasn't entirely crazy. But I think she, I think she could do it. And I and I think that because uh, not only has Megan worn her a few times mm-hmm. um, since she has, you know, kind of started to tour around the UK and go to events with Harry, but also I think just her company's mission and kind of her background as uh, ha- being a mother who's American and her obviously her father's Paul McCartney, right? Um, yeah, kind of jibes with kind of her her life and what her future will be, or at least her children's future, and um, so she kind of has that, especially since she had chosen you know for the person who's baking her cake is an American but has those British ties since she now you know works and has her bakery in London and I also think the style kind of suits Megan I I would say she's really just kind of some people say bland I say more clean cut and simple yeah um and so I think I can see that working for Megan and kind of her personal style, but also since it is a designer or a special dress that Stella could kind of go out of her mode to really amp it up to at least give it that royal look and feel with with kind of the cleaner lines and everything for for Megan. Also, Stella McCartney is all about sustainability and definitely uh, and you know environmentalism and all that. And I think Megan talks about and the way she acts and the way she. Uh, you know what she wears I think she's trying to she knows that she wants to use her royal ties and her profile to elevate things and to put a spotlight and I feel like that would be one way to do it with is with her dress is going you know I bought a dress that was sustainably made and you know money might be going to this charity or this charity or whatnot because I had it made with Stella McCartney and yeah. so that is that is why I locked in on Stella also she did a, an interview with the Guardian and Ooh. they kind of asked her if she had she had done it, and she's like, she kind of laughed, and she's like, "You've been asking everyone that day, everyone today," and they're like, "Well, you didn't answer." She's like, "Well, you didn't ask a question," and so I was like, oh, "Is that Ooh. is that something?" So I don't know. So that's that's what I'm gonna say. I I, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think I mean honestly, you've you've kind of convinced me. I that was <laughs> not it was not without it was not outside the 
realm of possibility. That was one of my top predictions. I'm really mad, or mad. I'm really bad at making this kind of prediction because it honestly could go so many different ways because there's such a good precedent for her going with a British designer. Um, but then there's, you know, her own other choices, you know, in the run up to the wedding have suggested that she she's going to maybe go a little bit of a different route. Mm-hmm. So to keep things interesting, let's see, I'm looking at the list that I came up with way back when, and it, I can say I don't think it's going to, I can say who I don't think it will be. Okay. I don't think it'll be Alexander McQueen. Right. I don't think it'll be um, Ralph and Russo, even though Harry was photographed coming out of their place. I don't think Harry would be that sloppy. Um, so I think that he was just buying her a present or himself mm-hmm. a present. Yeah. Um. So I am going to go kind of out in left field, and I'm going to say Victoria Beckham. Ooh! Because similarly, she's worn pieces by her. She's kind of this untraditional designer, somebody who kind of came to her passion later in her fame arc. Like, I mean, she obviously was a Spice Girl and then, you know, ended up married to a guy, but who was, you know, one of the most famous eligible bachelors in Britain. But she still managed to really carve out her own identity and follow one of her passions and become a fashion designer despite the fact that a lot of people said that it was just a passing phase and she didn't have any real talent and all this other criticism that was lobbed her way when she first came on the scene. And so I wouldn't be surprised to see um, a kind of less traditional choice like that as kind of a nod to the fact that Megan herself, you know, a lot of people point to her being an actress and having a career before, you know, finding Harry as an negative or they'll talk disparagingly of it but I think it might be a fun way to kind of you know talk back to the people who have kind of been mean to her about that topic so mm-hmm. I don't know we'll see yeah. I, I don't really I, I know that that's a silly answer but or, or uh, kind of I'm I'm couching my answer a lot but that's okay. I think this is really tough. I think obviously there's been, I think the front runner right now for a lot of people after that Daily Mail article, mm-hmm. which came with apparently, you know, some good sources or at least some legitimate sources was Ralph and Russo. Um, and I think they definitely would have to tone down their style since I can see Megan never ever wearing anything that I've ever seen them design, at least as far as a bridal gown. Obviously she wore a, a dress from them for their engagement photo. Mm-hmm. Um but I guess we'll see. I, I think we'll know officially when she steps out of the car at St. George's. I think so. Uh, it's when uh, KP will will officially say the designer. And we may see the designer just like we saw Sarah Burton um, uh, helping her maybe, uh, you know, straighten out the dress and get it ready for her walk down the aisle, whoever this designer may be. So we'll see if they also do that as well. All right. Should we ask a magical <laughs> banana? I think so. All right, I'm going to ask if you are right. Okay, Magi- magical good. banana, and I will. Um, I don't know how I'll. Do I need to like close my eyes? And no, think I don't really know. Hard just, about uh, it. No, I'm just going to okay. channel my own energy. Magical okay. banana. First, I'm magi- sending supportive energy. Mm-hmm. Magical banana. Do you think? Or answer me this: Will Megan's wedding dress, the one that we will see her get married in on television, be designed? By Stella McCartney. All right, I'm going in. Okay. My hands are up, just kind of, you know, being open to the answer. And it's a why. It's a why, everyone. It's a yes. 
oh my gosh banana whoa i will send a picture of the little thing and it's a very clear why it's definitive so you heard it here first the banana says that it's oh this is gonna be a bad picture but whatever that's okay Oh my All right, gosh. I'll keep them in wow. order. I'll keep the little nubs in order. All okay, right, perfect. so we don't even have to ask one for mine because you you did it. It's it's going to be uh, okay. Stella McCartney. All right. Okay, so now we can talk about the dress style. Um, I'll go first this time. Okay. So I think I mean we've we've kind of already discussed it. I think um, the simple clean lines really fit Megan's style. She really likes to keep things um, really elegant but really unfussy mm-hmm. and kind of less is more with the embellishment and I think sometimes we've seen her in, in pieces that do go um, like have lots of beading or lots of interesting detail to them but I think she will uh, want to make more of a statement with just kind of the overall picture and not to say that she won't have some elements of lace or beading or, or other detail like that on the dress because there probably will be um, but I think it's going to be more clean lines. Um, I think it's probably likely to be a an, uh, like a modified, not like a big ball gown. So like a smaller A line than Kate, um, or mm-hmm. possibly even more like a column type dress. I I would say you know she'd be the kind of person who would look really great in a mermaid style. But I'm just would be concerned she's going to have to walk a really long way, and I and like those can be tricky. Right. So I'd say probably um, something along those lines. No, I like that. No, I agree. I think she's going to have more of a column-like mm-hmm. dress. Um, as far as the neckline, I, oh, neckline, I don't I know. Think about that. You know, for neckline, I would like to think that she's going to do some sort of just a V-neck. Uh, that's kind of what I'm, I'm kind of getting from her. And almost when I think about, and I'll get to more about the stress look will make a lot more sense when I talk about my tiara prediction, but I feel like she's going to be kind of going with a streamlined, not official, like a 20s wedding dress, but kind of that column look. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as far as a train, I'm kind of imagining something not super long, but even something that might not be fully, like her dress might be short, but she might have kind of a train that comes out from the back. Yeah, like a very it, like Downton Abbey type. Yes. Um, short, very like kicky teens, twenties type thing. Like, or, like I mean, but it like pulls out beautifully for photos. Yes. But it's not um, a cathedral length train that you know requires eight page boys to carry. Right, and because I, I a lot of people on some of my uh, you know discussion boards that I've been on, people were like, oh, she doesn't have a mate of honor who's going to straighten out her dress like Pippa did for Kate. And I was like, well, it's also possible she doesn't have a long train that needs that much work or the designer might help her as Sarah Burton did for Kate or something like that or mm-hmm. whatnot. So that's kind of why I was like, okay, maybe she doesn't have a super long train and she'll be able to kind of, it'll be something that isn't super fussy, but still kind of has a little drama to it. Since I, just, I feel like even if you are the simplest person in the world, you can't help but get a little bit swept up in wanting to provide a princess-esque like bridal gown. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm, I'm so excited. You're marrying a prince. I know. I just, I don't, I don't know. It's like stressful to think about because I just have no idea what to expect. Mm-mm. 
Um, but I have feeling thoughts and feelings about what I think Megan might do, and that's kind of what, where where I went with my my thoughts. All so. right. So what should I ask the banana? Because we were kind of all over the place with that. Okay. Should we ask um, about the the um, the shape, the neckline, or what? I feel like you were much more. You, yours was a better description. Um, okay. So something about yours, maybe the maybe we. Oh gosh. Should we just um, say like, oh magic banana? Do <laughs> is Megan going to have a long train? Should we ask that? Yeah, I okay. think so. All Let's right, I'm, hol- I'm now holding the banana. Oh, magic banana. Tell oh, us, is, is Megan going, or wait, Megan, it has to be yes or no. Or yeah, yeah, that is a yes or no question. Duh. Mm. Is Megan going to have a long train? All right, cutting into the magic banana number two. Okay. Ooh, it's like three separate dots that aren't connected, so I don't know what to do. Oh, would that be a no? I don't know, then? though. Like, it's weird. I think it's supposed to be one dot. It's kind of like, a yes because like on one end i don't know a medium i don't know what it is it's like three (laughs) dots i don't know hmm let me i'm gonna cut a little bit deeper into the banana okay excellent because that's more of a definitive why but then this leads me to believe that they're all wise are they all wise? Did the person on the TV lie? No, to me, it's Caitlin? the magic. It is the magic okay, of the well banana. Then it's, she's going to have a long train, I guess. Yeah. According to the banana okay. number two, Estella McCartney with a long train. Mm-hmm. I'm going to okay. write on the bananas so we can take a picture. I'm going to take a picture. Ooh, I like it. Two. Okay. So three is the three is the tiara. All right. Okay. Well, you go first this time. All right. So for my choice. I'm going with the uh, Cartier Bandeau bracelet uh, tiara, yeah. I guess, um, which was the it's the set of um, it's set of Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother's. She had four bracelets um, and they are and we talked about this on our episode about the jewels. But if you don't don't remember, um, that was four diamond bracelets. And they also are have um, there. Each of them are one's emerald, one's ruby, one's full diamonds and one sapphire. Mm-hmm. And you can take three of them and you can make them into a bandeau tiara. And the Queen Mother wore this during the 20s, which is why I kind of, I was, when I kept looking back at the tiaras, I was like, you know, I feel like Megan isn't our traditional princess mm-hmm. just because, you know, she's American, you know, she's definitely had a very different past from um, a lot of our other British brides. Why not also, she might have to have, you know, a more traditional dress but she doesn't have to have a traditional um tiara and so that's why i kind of came to i was like you know what i can totally see megan kind of wearing this because when the queen mom would wear it she wore in the 20s before she was the queen mom obviously um she was just the duchess of york uh she just she yeah you choose three of them and you kind of place in your hair and i always think about how megan might wear her hair yeah i feel like she might wear it in a lower chiffon chignon chignon is that how you say it yeah chiffon's a fabric (laughs) No, it's Xing like, Yong. Yeah, okay, Xing well, Yong. okay, Xing I learned I, that. I'm going like to just brag word. about how I know how I know that. Um, it's because I used to watch America's Next Top Model obsessively. <laughs> Tyra Banks would be like, "Put your hair in a Xing Yong," and I'd be like, "Oh, okay, sorry." That's a difficult word, but I can see that fitting really well in her hair if that's how she chooses to wear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also not an overpowering tiara. Yeah, that's true. And so. And it hasn't been seen in a really long time as far in the tiara form. Queen Elizabeth often wears the bracelets mm-hmm. um, as the separate pieces, but I think it would be a really great uh, option for her. And um, 
And I think I'll wait till you tell me about what one you want to wear because I have some. What one I want to wear? All of them. Or not which? No. <laughs> or which one you think Megan will wear? Because there are some that I there's some reasons that I just don't think they will. I just don't think they're the tiaras for Megan. Well, I will. I will relieve your mind right now because I think she's yes. going to have a brand new one or oh. a, a new Ooh. a new to us. Okay. I think she's going to yep. design her own, or okay. she's going to have one that's made um, with a little bit. I think she kind of I'm go- I agree with you I don't think she's gonna go like full on like tiara similar to, like it's not going to look anything I don't think like the tiara that uh Queen Elizabeth and Princess Anne wore on their wedding day um I think it's gonna be a it's, I mean which is a beautiful tiara but I think she's gonna go a little bit of a different direction and I think uh, just based on what we discussed back uh on that episode when we discussed tiaras a lot of the uh, women who have married the non-heirs to the throne have been gifted a tiara by the queen as a wedding present. And sometimes they've incorporated historical pieces into them. And sometimes they've been kind of more um, just kind of different creations made by a jeweler the palace has a relationship with. And so I think that's something we're we're more likely to see here because I think Megan is not going to want anything too flashy and she might want to put in some her own special symbolism to kind of mark her American roots and all that stuff so and also maybe like you know make a little bit of a a nod to the bracelets Harry and she wore or something that is important to the two of them so that's my mm-hmm. prediction. Yeah. Also, and, just I want more jewels. Well, right. Yeah. And people have talked about, I think a lot of people are like, oh, why doesn't she wear the Spencer tiara? It's such a great nod to Diana. Uh, and I think there's there's a lot of reasons just that it's she's not married. She's not a Spencer to begin with. And right. she's not marrying into the Spencer family. And she's obviously marrying into the, the British royal family. And they have so many other tiaras. Um, but that doesn't mean that there's not jewels that have belonged to Diana. For example, she has a, a had an emerald and diamond necklace that the queen had given her when she got married. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't been seen in a while. Mm-hmm. And so she gave it back to the queen upon her divorce. Is that something they could repurpose into a tiara for Meghan? Right. I could totally see that because then you would still get a tiara that has symbolism or, you know, a special that has that brings in, you know, Princess Diana and gives also, yeah, a new a new crown without saying, oh, we bought, you know, brand new diamonds and all that because they don't need more diamonds, to be honest. No, they do not. <laughs> they have a ton. And I think it it's exciting because if they did went that road, I absolutely love that, um, that you mentioned that because, you know, Kate has the Cambridge or at least the a copy of the Cambridge Lovers Knot. Mm-hmm. Um but it's what Diana wore. Megan doesn't really have, won't have that same kind of thing associated. But if she has something that belongs belonged to Diana at one point, it's similar to both of his her sons having their wives wear, you know, having a tiara that's probably going to be their main tiara as something that once belonged to her. And I think that would be really cool. But yeah, I was going to say the reason why a lot of people have speculated, they're like, where's that Strathmore Rose tiara coming in? Is, it co- is that going to be hers? And mm-hmm. I just don't see Megan wearing that one. Me neither. I don't think it's really her style. And I totally can see Eugenie or Beatrice totally rocking that. I look at that and I'm like, that's so them. I agree. It just it's just that that art deco on it makes me go, I can see 
uh, one of those, one of the York girls really owning that. Maybe even Eugenie if she doesn't wear her mom's tiara on her wedding day. So, huh. so I don't know. I I I love everything. I would love her to obviously wear the Queen Mary's fringe, which is the one that Queen Elizabeth and Princess Anne wore on their wedding days. But that would be a lot of bling. Yeah, for Meghan to wear. Sorry, I had to take a picture because the bananas are rapidly discoloring. <laughs> So I had to try to get um, a photo of the the results for numbers one and two before okay. we could before we continued because it's like the Y on the um, the Y is kind of disappearing. <laughs> You've got Sorry. to document it. I know. I need to make sure that I people know I'm not lying here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but I I agree. So so what should we ask? Should we ask if she's <sighs> going to wear uh, the Cartier tiara? Should we? What's the official title of it? It's the Cartier, it's the Queen Mother's Cartier, sorry, it's a mouthful. Okay, the Queen Mother's Cartier Bracelet Bandeau. Okay, should we ask that? Oh, magic banana number three. Will Megan wear the Queen Mother's Cartier Bracelet Bandeau as her tiara on her wedding day? All right, we're cutting into it. Okay. Oh, banana, show us your wisdom. Oh, this one's just a dot. (gasps) Okay. So no. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. So my God, Caitlin, I'm so sorry. I feel like this is clue, kind of, because we're like, okay, it's gonna be the Stella McCartney Mm -hmm. with the with the (laughs) yeah. All right. Oh my gosh. Okay. So no. So it could either be she wears a different tiara, or yes, a custom, or the banana is wrong, (laughs) or the banana is full of shit. It's one of those three things. I yes. wonder which it will be. Indeed. Oh my gosh. Now my pen ran out of ink. My pen is like, what are you making me write on a banana skin right. for? It's like, I'm not meant for this. Yeah. All right. We're I ran on to, paper. Yep. We're changing to blue pen. No, we're not. It's just, we're going to see if we can get it. Okay. Nope. All right. Well, anyway, what's the fourth thing we were going to talk about? The royal title. Yeah. What What title? So, um, yeah, on the morning of at least... Most of these weddings, uh, the monarch usually bestows upon the couple to be uh, some sort of peerage. And so uh, it's expected that uh, Meghan and Harry, just like Will and Kate, will get some sort of tract of land that they will they They've will become associated with. Tracts of land. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so, yeah, so on the, you know, on the morning of Kate and Will's wedding, William was make, made the duke. Duke of Cambridge, mm-hmm. and Kate became his Duchess. So there's been a couple names kind of out there with definitely one front runner, mm-hmm. but we won't. We will know the morning of the wedding. And what is that front runner? Uh, the front runner is the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Okay. And uh, there's been a few other ones. Uh, this the reason why they say that this one might be up is because it hasn't had someone in that position since like the late 1800s. And uh, the original uh, person who had this, um, and by late, I mean like 1850-ish, the person, he was like apparently very progressive. Um, Mm. It was Prince Augustus Frederick, um, who was the last Duke of Sussex. And he apparently, he was, you know, he was a supporter of anti-slavery legislation and uh, Jewish rights and a Catholic emancipation and all of this stuff. And he also lived at Kensington Palace at one point. But so people think that's really likely. There's been talk there. He could they could become the Earl and Countess of um, Connaught, I believe. But that's in Ireland. So it's really unlikely. 
Uh, they will definitely not be the Duke and Duchess of Windsor. Right. Because that, I don't think anyone's going to get that name unless history somehow manages to erase uh, Nazis. <laughs> Nazis, yes. And um, there have been talks about the Duke and Duchess of Alberni. Albert, ugh, not, ugh, gosh, I totally just had a tongue tie there for a second. <laughs> of Avondale and Kendall. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's not as much history with those names. So it definitely seems like Sussex is the front runner at this time. Okay, and I agree with that. Yeah, so, I agree. I mean, I don't think, I, again, it's it's going to be kind of the prediction's going to come true or it's, you know, it's it's not. And I think it'll be surprising to a lot of people if it doesn't come true. Um, but, yeah, I don't really have anything, any better hunch about it. But we can ask the banana. I know, the banana will tell us. All right, banana, final magic banana. I guess we have one, we have one left, so we can maybe come up with another thing. Okay. So magic banana... Number four, will Harry and Meghan be uh, named the Duke and Duchess of Sussex? All right. It's a Y. Ooh, okay. Yes, they are. All right. I don't want to jinx us, but what if this was all right? I mean, again, we're testing the banana. It was right that Prince Louis was going to be a boy. Right. So I'm just saying. All right. Do we want to ask the banana one more thing? I think so. All right. Uh, what can we ask the banana? We can ask the banana if certain people might show up at the wedding. We could ask Ooh. them if someone will forget their vows Ooh. or mispronounce someone's name. We could ask. Um, we could ask. We could make a prediction about what we think Kate might wear, um, or at least as far as a designer. Um, See, I don't know. I uh, think. I don't, because I think that that's a foregone conclusion. She's going to show up in McQueen, personally. Like, that's what I thought, too. I was kind of like, this seems important. Yeah, I mean, I feel like she's going to go. And that's another reason why I feel like it's not going to be a McQueen um, that Megan's wearing. I think right. it's going to be like, okay, yep, Kate's going to wear a very, you know, nice, maybe, hopefully not not as bad as the one she wore at Pippa's. But, oh, we'll ask, we'll ask a question about the movie. Okay. We'll ask perfect. whether something happened or not. Okay. Okay. Like it like they portrayed it in the movie. Okay, excellent. All right. Okay, so to recap, the bananas have answered the first question to say that Stella McCartney will be the dress designer. Uh that she uh that let's see, she will be wearing a dress with a long train. I don't know what long is, but the banana says long. And then that she will be uh not wearing the Queen Mother's Cartier Bandeau bracelet as her tiara, and that they will be the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. So there you go. It's recorded it. for posterity. And I'm going to take pictures of the bananas. Well, my flash needs to be on because it's like shadowy as heck. All right. But yeah, so that was fun. And it was. We're Thank you. Excited. Great idea. So I, I guess we have uh, just a few more things that we wanted to discuss. Okay. That's a good picture. So we had a few more things. So just some last minute prep for fans. And I mean, this is just kind of a shout out to we were mentioning there's so much great media out there right now talking about the Royals and kind of just I mean, all the topics that have to do with them in the run up to the Royal Wedding. I mean, I was watching TV last night and there were like three different shows, some on PBS that were relevant 
to like they were like royals documentaries and fun stuff like that so i would just say look around um there's plenty of programming out there if you're interested and are having royal fever like the rest of us if you're looking for something to read similarly there's a lot of good um news articles and kind of essays out there about the royal wedding there's a good one on vox that i read um that kind of talks about the ultimate conflict of being um you know a modern woman who it's kind of i would call this the Meghan markle paradox which is being a modern woman who does not like the restrictions that the patriarchy and history you know puts on us as women and specifically puts on women of color but then try i mean but also enjoy fashion and enjoy you know doing makeup or wearing nail polish or you know falling in love with a handsome ginger like all these things that you know it's kind of like how do you balance your own feminism with i don't know like this being seen as like oh are you because you like you know wearing these fancy dresses are you really part of the problem and so i think this was a really good article that that talked about it and um it kind of says like it's both of those things like being a woman in the modern world is kind of walking a tightrope of this where you can acknowledge that you know it sucks that and it's it's un unattainable beauty standards that <laughs> drive us yeah. to do a lot of the things that we do like wear heels and and lipstick and stuff but we can also still enjoy doing that right um and so i think it's just a really interesting take on it and i think it also again gets to it has some great quotes from people um specifically talking about megan's identity as a biracial woman um and one of the people quoted in this which is how i first saw it is um i've mentioned her before but her name's uh jasmine Gullery. i hope i'm saying her last name right but she um also i would say if you're looking for a book to read and you like stories about um interracial couples uh, making it against all odds she has a really really fun uh book that came out earlier this year called the wedding date and it stars a black woman protagonist and a white dude and they meet out of uh under interesting circumstances and try to build a relationship out of it and it's a really fun book um the other thing i would say is you can always read one of the books we've mentioned countless times which is called the royal we if you have not done it yet it's on sale right now i think in amazon or for for kindle for two dollars and 99 cents that's a steal I've read this book so many times, I'm actually reading it in the run-up myself, rereading it, I should say, because it is so good and it gives you such, I think they did a fantastic job of tapping into the mind of a woman who is marrying into the royal family and especially an American woman. And you can totally imagine that Megan has read this book before Mm -hmm. and been like, oh my God, that's so true. And been like, oh, I wish it was like that and all that stuff. And then uh, finally, you can also treat yourself to watching some of Megan's own films. So I think I don't remember where I saw this. I think I just saw a picture of it. But they are selling a Meghan Markle box set now with her um, Dater's Handbook and uh, When Sparks Fly. And I think maybe even one more. 
um, Lifetime or yeah, Lifetime movie that she's been in or Hallmark Channel movie or whatever they are. But you can go buy that. It's like in one of those combo packs and you can get that and enjoy yourself because she's actually really great in them. I mean, the material she's doing at a great job with the material she's given. I'll just say that. You right. can also binge suits. I'm sure that's on streaming services. I don't know. I think it's on Amazon. Yeah. Prime. That's how I Prime Video. That's how I watched the show. OK, well, if you have Prime, you can tune in and stream that. Then there's other movies you can watch, um, all the, the different ones that are about princes and princesses. If you want to go the classic route, you can watch Royal Wedding starring Fred Astaire, which was made um, to kind of celebrate uh, Queen Elizabeth's wedding back in the day. And it's really fun. Lots of dancing. There's dancing on the ceiling, literally, before Lionel Richie. Anyway, <laughs> I'll stop. Yeah, and I think that's all we'll talk about. But yeah, thanks for listening to uh, this episode. We will also be coming out with an episode to discuss uh, the Harry and Meghan uh, Lifetime movie. So don't worry. If this one comes out first, know that that one is on its way. Indeed. We just didn't want to inundate you with an insanely long podcast. We had so much to talk about. Thanks, Megan's terrible family. Right. Um, but yeah, if you are looking forward to the royal wedding as much as us, you should get in touch with us and let us know what you think of the podcast and if you have any ideas for future episodes. We are on uh, reachable at email, americrowndreams at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook and we are on Instagram at Americrown Dreams and on Twitter at Americrown Dream. And also we will be live blogging uh, our festivities on Saturday with uh, across our various social media. And so you can follow us there and we'll be using the hashtag Americrown Dreams Come True. And you can find us talking about our favorite moments from the day and reacting to whether or not the banana was right or the bananas were right. We will use our, our last remaining banana to see whether or not something will we'll predict something from the whether something from the movie. We'll use it to divine whether something from the movie actually happened the way it happened. Indeed. On film. Indeed. Oh, banana. Oh, banana. Guide us. Yes. Amen. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.